Hello, this is Sci-Fi Talk, the podcast on how science fiction, fantasy, horror, and comics help us explore our humanity. This is This Week on Sci-Fi Talk reviewing the featured podcast's episodes released the week of March 20th, 2023. This is Axel. Kayla starts us off introducing the first episode. Comics Day featured interviews with Lloyd Briggery and also the owner of a unique comic book store, Revenge Of. He thought it'd be a good idea uh, to create sort of a training environment to develop uh, professionals, young amateurs into professionals. Yeah. And so that's what the school is. It's a, it's a place, I like to tell people it's a place where we teach you how to uh, turn your hobby into a profession. Yeah. Um, and uh, the idea that, uh, you know, you get the lessons from practitioners, everyone on staff is a working pro, so they're telling you, you know, not only cut of the edge or cutting edge uh, techniques, mm-hmm. but also uh, with all that experience and years and years under the belt, they're telling you the ropes as well. Yeah. Um, and that's something you can't get in, um, in a classical training environment. Um, so, yeah, it's... Uh, it's a great place for someone to uh, learn how to be a pro in this field. No, that's great. And coming up, uh, as we tape this, the Gil Kubert Storyteller Award is going to be awarded at a convention in Ontario, uh, California. Tell us about the award. So this award is an idea that is kind of the fruit of a conversation between myself and Mike Cigliano. Um, I've been the events coordinator now at school for four years. And part of my job is to travel around the country to different comic book conventions. As such, I've built up a lot of relationships with uh, a lot of owners and promoters of the shows, and that's how Mike and I met. He's been a big friend to the school. Um, oh, nice. And, uh, you know, I look, I'm, one of my biggest things is legacy. Yep. Uh, and I think Joe's legacy is, uh, is very important. It's, uh, if there were a Mount Rushmore for comic book artists, uh, he would definitely be on it. Absolutely. And, um, we talked about storytelling and, you know, just observations throughout the years and just the impact that the school has had uh, on the industry and, and what that legacy has meant. Lloyd Briggery on the famous Kubert School and its founder Joe Kubert and Revenge of Comic Store co-owner Jeff Iazer. Well, so there's three of us uh, involved in the project. Um, we're, we all come from the television world and uh, production design mainly. But, uh, you know, it was, uh, we wanted to finally do something for ourselves and kind of create something of our own where we didn't have to kind of, you know, compromise artistic integrity or or any of that sort of thing. And honestly, I mean, just like you said, we love comic book stores as well. We love the whole thing, and um, we wanted something close to our house and <laughs> you know, something to share with the community and, and a place to kind of focus on, on what we love. Yeah, and it's uh, your, your partners are Joe Myers and also Joseph Coons Jr. who are involved with your store. So that's a, a great thing. I guess, uh, Location? How did you how did you find that? So our um, our production design company is actually based over in Frogtown, like the uh, the Elysian Valley area of Los Angeles, and so we wanted to have something. You know, we wanted to stay on the east side as much as possible. So um, we kind of centered our our um, our scouting to you know Elysian Valley, Glass Hill Park, Echo Park, that kind of thing. So we um, we found this spot. 
last summer and then it took us you know till now to finally lock it in and uh, get the place built out and and open up there is more sci-fi talk so stay tuned andrew has another trek tuesday episode he plays captain liam shaw of the uss titan in todd stashwick he may make a decision quickly once he's given all the information he doesn't stew and stew and stew but he needs as much information before he will he doesn't want to ever go off half cocked he doesn't want to be a space cowboy and put his crew unnecessarily in danger he wants to go give me all the facts and then i will make the best decision and i think it also you know colors his view of people who have been directly engaged with borg or have Ben Borg. I think this is this is something that's a big part of who he is. It's it, it can't help but be because it was they were responsible for the worst day of his life. There's more sci-fi talk, so stay tuned. Another episode featured Natalie Bronfman, costume designer of A Handmaid's Tale. I attended Parsons for a couple of years, and then I was in Rome for six. And in, in Rome, old school training. You, they have work on the premise that you can't design unless you know how to do it all. Like all of the positions and all of the things that are involved into being the designer. Yeah. Do you feel that's becoming kind of a lost way of oh, yeah. teaching people? That there's a benefit to doing all that? Absolutely. Um, and I think I sort of grew up with my parents always saying, if you are ever working somewhere and you're in charge, you better, not, you better be able to do their job of the person you're going to fire if you're going to plan to do so. In other words, it just means be well-rounded. It's a dying art now. Wow. But also, having said that, not many shows are build shows, like from scratch. So right, right. I'm very lucky that I got to do that. I mean, I'm over the moon that I got to do this show <laughs> because of just being able to do everything. We we literally build everything: crochet, knit, dye. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You can't you can't go to a store and buy some of no. these things. No. Well, try finding 900 meters of uh, red wool or teal wool or <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, that's not easy. No. Kirsten tells us about a talented composer. Tony spoke to Kurt Farquhar, composer for Black Lightning, a few years ago. An interesting uh, uh, set of circumstances to have to deal with as a composer. You know, mm-hmm. the, that you know you have uh, uh, what what Black Lightning is doing, but then we're starting to uh, see well, first with the oldest daughter, Tessa, and uh, yeah. then we're going to see we're going to start to see what. Uh, what if anything happens with Jennifer? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I know you studied in uh, in Versailles, and I detected yeah. a little bit of a classical motif. And I know you wrote symphonies when you were like 12 years old. So is yeah. that <clears throat> part of your roots is musically? One of my favorites, uh, Charles Ives and Stravinsky mm-hmm. and, 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 and the Gatil. And to be able to incorporate that in this modern day with uh, uh, with Black Lightning, uh, it's a melange of so many sounds. You have everything from EDM and dubstep to to trap music to yeah. to some tinges of jazz and mm-hmm. and uh, and hip hop. I mean, as a matter of fact, one of the uh, last week's episode, episode one twelve, when uh, Painkiller goes into the school and the listen to the strings. Uh, melody in the uh, front part where he's uh, shooting a bunch of kids. It's, uh, it's like a it's a on a Miles Davis solo but, <laughs> that he would have done back in the late seventies, early eighties. That sort of phrases sort of thing that he was doing back with the, the funkier group. 
Yeah. That's listen to the string. Penelope tells us about a new series here on Sci-Fi Talk. Tony starts this new monthly podcast series looking at the Arrowverse, with the one that started it off. Arrow Season 1 recorded at New York Comic Con. I've got a Ducati on the show. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty that like that's pretty cool. Look. No, you know what though? Um, the the guy that does the stunt driving for it because they won't let me um, bought the bike and then now rents it to the show. Smart move because I and I definitely we had a sequence where I hop off the bike at the beginning of episode seven. The beginning of episode seven has an action sequence that does not need one bit of special effects it's awesome and uh, I definitely hopped off the bike and it and it, it fell and I felt awful when I auditioned for the part I, I told these guys I'm like I want to do something physical and I, and I want to do this while everything still works you know I, it's uh, um, I don't have any superpowers so it was important to me to be believable as a guy that could fight crime and could go after bad guys and could snap a guy's neck just by tensing up so um yeah we and the the exercise sequences we have a good one in two we have a good one in three and then we just rewrite stuff in eight and it's we have an exercise sequence that is almost meant to um not simplify uh marginalize the one in the first episode Subscribe to Sci-Fi Talk at Apple Podcasts, the Podbean app, and wherever you get your podcasts. That is this week on Sci-Fi Talk. This is Axel.